Welcome to Saturday Strategy, the business show for the small and mighty. This is your host, Johnny Themans. Hi, welcome and thanks for joining us for this edition of Saturday Strategy, the original podcast for business owners who want to cut the crap and get the answers. I'm Johnny and I'm your host and we've got some really great information in today's episode and all the links and everything you need are going to be in the show notes. So if you're busy getting on with other stuff or driving, don't worry. You can also access this by subscribing to the Saturday Strategy weekly email news update. During this difficult time, I think it's important that we are resilient and we're strong and we're able to look after ourselves. And our guest today is going to be talking about exactly that, about emotional resilience and strength to be able to keep going and to um, get through the stages that we're going through to get to a point where we can um, think about our goals and ambitions again and and what, what's going to be really important to us going. Nothing wishy-washy here, nothing theoretical, good practical tips on how we can help to address our own mental well-being. Today we're joined by Jason Green. Jason's a high-performance coach and uh, works particularly in the health and wellness sector, but also for high-performance for uh, people in business and really wanting to uh, work on personal development to move into that high-performance zone. I've spoken to Jason quite a few times in the past and he's got some interesting things, I think, to share that can be particularly helpful during this time, which I know is difficult and confusing and uh, and I think we're all going through um, emotional cycles at the moment and uh, I thought it'd be useful to bring Jason onto the show to share some of his thoughts. Jason, welcome to Saturday Strategy. Johnny, thank you very much for having me, buddy. It is a pleasure to be here and I, uh, I just want to reinforce what you've said. Emotionally interesting times with ups and downs and that's exactly what we want to talk about this morning isn't it is resilience and building that emotional resilience to this isolation that we've been placed inside of it's very strange times and i think uh, very much like myself i want to make a disclaimer uh, first of all that i am in very much the same position as everyone else as a business owner where the other half of my business aside from the high performance program is that i own and run a leisure center and that was obviously shut down along with all of the other social aspects, uh, bars, pubs and clubs. And that was done overnight as a result of the foreclosure of that. A lot of my high performance program clients were unable to continue inside of their program too, uh, which left me a lot in the same as everyone else. What on earth do I do now? <laughs> um, and it's been a tough journey uh, emotionally, mentally, physically. Um, spiritually, if people would like to get into that aspects and side of things, but it's it's been a rough ride. But one thing that has been really, really important is uh, inside of the high performance program. Now, I'd be a bit of a hypocrite if I didn't stick to my own framework. Is is this framework that I encourage to everybody? Um, because unfortunately, when people come inside the high performance program, more often than not, they are stressed out, they are overwhelmed, they're upset, angry, annoyed. The business isn't doing as well as it should, very much similar to the circumstances which has been placed upon the majority of businesses across the, this country at this moment in time. Now, I know that's not everybody, but the majority are struggling in some way, shape or form. And the framework that I actually utilized, uh, the main section of it is called the four P's. Now, these P's are peace, passion, power and performance. And it's inside of these four quadrants of actually found a little bit of comfort and the resilience to be able to move forwards. 
Brilliant. Let's just take those again then. So that's peace, passion, power, and performance. Was that right? That's right, yes. Brilliant. Jason, why don't you take us through those those quadrants and uh, and uh, un- unpack each of them perhaps for us? Absolutely, yeah. It's um, I've got to stress as well, it's in that order, ladies and gents, people who are listening to this podcast, it's in that order specifically, peace, passion, power, and performance. And the reason for it is because more often than not, it's not that we don't know what we're supposed to do inside of our business or our lives to make us happier, healthier, more resilient to these pressing times inside of isolation and stuff. It's, it's that we don't have the peace, the passion, or the empowerment to be able to perform at this moment in time. And what actually happens is these emotions overrun us and cause us to make a logical decision. So let's take, for example, the first quadrant, peace. Now, inside of peace, you have to know that you have to be calm, essentially, is, is the bottom line of peace. And in doing so, you need to be able to express your emotions to be able to get rid of them, to be able to talk openly and honestly with your partner, to make sure that it's not chaotic inside of your life. And in, in gaining that peace, you're able to move through to the next sections of the quadrant. Now, um, in understanding how to gain peace, it is a very personal and individual activity. For me personally, I love to meditate. If you just spoke to me about meditation just a couple of years ago, I'd have thought of uh, somebody uh, dressed up in maybe some hippie clothes around a campfire making some strange noises. But I have to tell you, there are thousands of forms of meditation and it is the grace in which you employ them to yourself and you believe in to calm the chaos inside of what is the storm of people's lives sometimes, what we're going through right now, that actually gives you that peace. Now, that's just one way of creating calm, guys, creating a successful peace quadrant. Now, it's very, very different to everyone else, okay? But then we can move forwards next into the passion just holding on that piece bit a bit i presume there's no one method that's better than the other it's really just what works for us is that what you say there absolutely and and the best thing you can do ladies and gentlemen listening to this podcast is try as much as possible (laughs) because what i can i i have a set framework for people to work through inside of the high performance program several different methods of trying to create peace but none of them might work or all of them might work. And and that's the beauty of us being individuals as humans is that something will resonate with us and connect with us and allow us to create that peace and other things won't. The nice thing is that it's that journey of exploration, finding out who you really are and what creates that ultimate peace for you, which is the fun part of the journey. So yes, exactly like you've said, Johnny, there is no one set thing or way of creating peace you just have to do trial and error, as I say. Uh, aside from meditation, deep breathing, um, stretching, relaxation, yoga classes, things like that, certainty. It can be as simple as certainty. And what I mean inside of that is reflection, journaling, knowing exactly the direction in which you're going. You could say goal setting, but I don't like that inside of peace. That comes more down to power and performance inside of the business. But as far as your peace is concerned, understanding where your life is going, your relationships. Are you happy? Are you content? What do you think you can improve on? And understanding that having certainty in certain directions or aspects of your life can create peace. I hope that makes sense. Good. So after you have created peace, assuming that you can create peace and and you've gone through several trial and error methods, 
Uh, we come over to the passion quadrant. The passion quadrant is extremely important because this entails the connection of the relationships that you have with people closest to you and also your connection to learning something new to testing the relationship between your uh, motivation and enthusiasm for the business and also your motivation and enthusiasm for your relationships so ultimately what you're looking to do inside of this quadrant is to create better connections mm-hmm. now one thing i want to help you guys as listeners of this of johnny's podcast guys is that um we use a little bit of a tactic uh, a small framework that i have borrowed uh, from Simon Sinek. Simon Sinek is a very famous author and philanthropist over in America. And he... Love Simon Sinek. Yes, mm. he is just incredible. Um, and, and there's something very calming about his voice, actually. I use him, some of his audio books for my Peace Quadrant. Um, but he, he talks a lot of sense. And, and one of the things he actually explains about having um instead of uh we're calling it an argument i call it a collision so when when emotions and feelings build up there is this collision that takes place um now in doing so Simon Sinek recommends an fbi tactic according to how you go about this collision in inverted commas so he starts off with feelings for the f side of this framework where you go through and you actually talk openly and honestly to your partner maybe it's a, a member of family that's actually uh, being really disruptive because they want a bit more attention they can't go into their regular exercise or whatever it may be but you talk about the feelings that you have and then the b comes in with the behavior that they are producing and ultimately the i is the impact which it will have that behavior if it continues to happen and ultimately none of us want to fall out None of us want to break connection or relationship or, or feel like we love our partners any less, especially not in a heightened sense of turmoil that we're in right now inside of isolation for some of us. Um, we don't want to let these emotions take control by not being able to communicate them effectively. So I highly recommend that, guys. I've, I've saved myself from quite a few fallouts um, with my partner during this isolation period by using FBI. So feelings, behavior, impact i cannot recommend that enough it's a a constructive way to get back to a positive outcome if you think about it isn't it it's it's diffusing the situation before it becomes a major problem and it's moment in time because we're isolated because we spend so much time with each other that's the last thing we want brilliant so so pulling those together then so we we find this peace and this passion those are very much those are sort of intrinsic type things aren't they how much should we involve other people around us um, in in that process? Is that, again, a personal thing, or is that something you recommend that we, we, we should be reaching out more? Because reaching out at the moment can be quite difficult if we're, if we're on limited contact, can't it? Yeah, very much so. It's very difficult as well. And, and the problem is business owners, and I found this in the past, is, is you almost feel responsible for your own results. Now, being um, a sole proprietorship for, for years, um, I always thought that because I took on that decision, if there was any way, shape or form that I was failing, that I didn't deserve that support network. And um, actually, I was out there on my own. I'd made this decision. I need to suck it up, get along with it and just, you know, shut off to the world, work longer hours, um, you know, start um, speculating on the cost of the business, et cetera, et cetera. And as good as some of those things might actually be, maybe it is that you do need to put a couple more hours in. Maybe it is that you do need to cut back on certain bits of the same, but isolating yourself from your support network, your passion quadrant, 
isolating yourself away from the calm by not communicating with others was one of the biggest mistakes I made personally. Um, and it actually ended a five-year relationship with the previous partner as a result of my inability to be able to communicate with her. Um, so I can't stress enough at this moment in time, ladies and gents, reach out to friends, family members, even if you don't think they want to hear from you, chances are they feel exactly the same way you do right now. Very isolated, upset, lonely. And, and it's, it's been difficult. I mean, sometimes guys, the best thing you can do is reach out to those people that you haven't spoken to for a long period of time. What an ideal opportunity to rebuild relationships, to look at the bigger picture, to know and understand that yes, simple things like this can happen and force us into isolation um, through, through lack of knowledge or understanding or whatever it may have been, but it's your opportunity right now and we all have choices and whether we make a choice, there is consequence to it. But if you make a choice to regain contact and to rebuild a relationship, that's a positive outcome, isn't it? And that's what we're looking for. We're looking for little victories each and every single day. That's what's kept me in check over this period of time is the small victories and reflecting upon them as well. Okay, good. So, so how do we empower ourselves then with this, with this, you know, this, this we've done some self-discovery and, and found some, and found some, uh, you know, some peace and some passion. How, how do we, how do we empower ourselves? Well, um, actually you jumped the gun a little bit just then by asking me that previous question, Johnny, <laughs> but it's, oh. it's good. It leads in very nicely. Energy influence is a huge part of empowerment. It's understanding how you feel and how the people around you make you feel and then choosing to associate and empower yourself through energy influence. That's the first part of the power quadrant is knowing that you are doing something to alter your energy for the positive. So like you've just said, rebuilding and reconnecting will alter your energy influence. The reason it's empowering is because you do it on a daily basis. That's the difference between the passion and the power quadrant is creating connection comes inside of passion, but influencing that connection and empowering yourself through that energy influence is where it comes into the empowerment quadrant or power quadrant. Another, another thing that you can do inside of the power quadrant is discomfort. This has been phenomenal for anyone who comes inside of the high performance program. And that is to get outside of your comfort zone. And it can be something as simple as learning something new. Because everyone, when they start something new, they have no clue. Sometimes if it's a subject area with, which you're not familiar with, you have no idea about that content inside that subject area. And it might seem quite difficult to grasp certain concepts, certain language um, that's used inside of that material. But that is part of the process. It's testing you to know that you have the ability to empower yourself with new skills, new acquisitions to energize yourself, to be ready to perform. And that's been one of the big things for me over the last four, four and a half weeks now is testing my skill set and enhancing it. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing to do that then, Jason? Well, <laughs> to start with, um, I am not very good at creating or designing websites. I usually use somebody to do it, but I have a f uh, program which allows me to make tweaks to it. So at the moment, I'm making tweaks to my website. I've read five books so far in the diversification of investments and uh, essentially mindset. 
Um, there, I've done a couple of courses and I have updated my knowledge on certain ad platforms and social media platforms too. So, but it's, it's that challenge of that new learning which empowers you with a new skill which gets you excited about that final quadrant, which is the performance. Yeah, I, I, was, I, was, one, I was wondering if you were going to use that word excitement. I think until you can get excited about something, I don't. I, 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 that's that's got to be the biggest source of uh, power, hasn't it? And also, I think there's a huge attraction element to it, doesn't it? Because when you when you're excited, I think that attracts other people. I think it's 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 hugely magnetic. Yes, very very much so. It's it, that goes uh, straight down that energy influence line as well. And the old saying of the sum of the five people that you surround yourself with uh, becomes you. I am a very, very big believer. Could you just give us that one again, Jason? I quite like that. So the, the sum of the five people you surround yourself with, you become. And uh, for some, it's not a very inviting thought if they think very carefully about it. And that's traits, associations, habits, job lifestyle choices passion relationships etc etc um and it's difficult to get away from it and it's also difficult to comprehend the first time i made some very major changes in my life a couple of years ago as a result of understanding this concept for the better it's not that i cut people out but i limited the influence they had over my energy by spending less time with them or if i did spend time with them understanding the types of conversations that would negatively affect my uh, energy we all have we all have those it, and it's it's an old-fashioned concept isn't it the drains and radiators i mean yeah absolutely it's uh, it's, it's, it's exactly that stuff isn't it yeah. and very very important it should not be underestimated uh, and right now especially more than ever inside of isolation who are the people that you are in contact with the most is what i would question and every time you you have contact with those people do you come away from either the text message the the messenger message or the phone call the skype call whatever it is do you feel better or worse for having spoken to that person and i think that small amount of reflection is really really important to understand the circle of influence that you have on you right now powerful advice thank you Jason. Not a so uh Carry on. I interrupted you there, so it's not a problem. And that that wraps up the power um, quadrant. We're looking to make sure that our energy influence um, is as high as possible first thing in the morning, because you only give what you get, and what you get is what you give yourself first thing in the morning. Essentially, and that's confusing, but this is why I encourage for empowerment a morning routine, which you feel empowered by. Okay. Talk us through what a give me an example of a morning routine. Mine, mine's very boring, <laughs> but it's it's understanding the association that I have with the morning routine, which empowers me. So I, I'm very much a facts and figures guy. So um, first thing that I do before I move away from my bed, regardless of whether I am dying for a wee or not, I drink a glass of water. And the reason for that is because the statistics associated with drinking a glass of water immediately upon waking are that you reduce the risk of stroke and heart attack by 80%, 80%. That's particularly, uh, particularly useful for uh, an elderly generation. Um, but also I like to know that I am hydrated first thing in the morning. Hydration mm. is directly related to performance, 1% dehydration equals a 10% lack in performance and that is not just physically that is mentally too so I drink a glass of water and then I go and make myself a coffee 
strong black coffee because they intermittently fast. So there are several cognitive and physical or physiological benefits associated with intermittent fasting. I won't go into that today. That is a whole different subject area again. <laughs> but um, the caffeine, I love the taste of coffee. So that's one of my um, pleasures first thing in the morning. While my coffee is being made, I am stretching. I have degraded sacral joints in my lower back. So I know that if I don't stretch first thing in the morning, I will suffer with my mobility and general movement for the rest of the day. So it empowers me to know that I don't have to worry about my movement and my mobility. And I will be at peak physical performance as a result of just five minutes of stretching. Then I'll come back to bed and I like to sit in bed and I like to read. So this is where my new learning and my energy influence takes place. And if I am not interested in the book that I am reading, I will not continue to read it. I like to be excited to wake up in the morning, as you've said before, it's really important to be excited about your learning and what you do. I like to be excited to wake up to read the next few chapters in my book. And the important thing about this as well is I don't put a time limit on the reading. So I wake up early enough to make sure that I have enough time that if I am very, very interested in what I'm reading about, I can continue to do so. Because again, if you cut yourself short, and you feel like you've taken something away from that morning routine that you're then negatively affecting your influence and your energy. Next, I will then do a very short bout of between two and four minutes of exercise, not five minutes, because in five minute intervals, people negatively associate losing time. <laughs> <laughs> Psychological study that I did. Um, so I do between two and four minutes of a very basic, very quick nominal exercise routine i am not talking a couple of thousand push-ups or anything ridiculous that people might associate uh, with my body shape and type i've been in the gym for years and years now um but i i maintain my physical health because it maintains my mental health and my ability to perform inside of the business which is a huge part and parcel of um the high performance program is making sure that you have this completed package together um, and this is why the empowering morning routine is so important, because once you've done this, once you feel like you've given time to yourself, first of all, you then have the ability to expend as much time as you want, because that mental process is then you can go back to the start of the day and reflect and say, I've already had my time. I already said that I was important enough to sacrifice a little bit of time at the start of the day so that I could give my best to everyone else. And in a time like this, when you're isolated, guys, having just half an hour to yourselves, 20 minutes, even if that's the case, if the kids get up early, having 20 minutes to yourself to recharge those batteries, to make sure your energy is on point, you're calm. Maybe you go and connect um, and you just have a cuddle with your partner in bed, whatever it may be. If you've done an empowering morning routine that made you feel better about yourself, everyone gets a better version of you, including your mental state of attack for the day. Brilliant. Okay. So does that now bring us into a sort of performance mode there, Jason? 100%. We're kind of... Yeah, brilliant. You are, you are ready to perform. Jason, I think that's been really good. I think, um, you know, it, it's, a, it's a challenging time for... Um, pretty much all of us, I think, we're adjusting to what the new normal is, what business as unusual is going to look like in the future. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and and I think, you know, just going back to basics and, and focusing on that very first thing, which is ourselves and making sure we've got ourselves uh, properly looked after, I think is a, is a really 
great place to start. Um, Jason, thank you ever so much for sharing that with us today. Um, how do people find you if they want to find out more? So I like to be across several social media platforms. <laughs> um, I'm on LinkedIn as Jason Green. If you want to come over and connect with me personally over there, guys, and have questions in and around the High Performance Program or anything I've said about today, then please do so. I'm also over on Facebook. Again, Jason Green is my personal account. The High Performance Program is the business page. And if you would like to know more about the High Performance Program itself, guys, if you head over to H ppmastermind.com you can find out more information there brilliant jason we'll share all those links on the um, on the notes and, and i think people you do a podcast as well don't you jason that's right yes uh, i actually run a podcast for specifically the high performance program which is called the high performance program podcast you can find it on spotify and apple itunes it's listed on various other ones as well um, but if you want to go direct to the directory i think it is it's h pp.buzzsprout.com brilliant jason i will will include the links for that as well i've i've listened to a couple of episodes myself so it's uh, it's really good and really enjoyable um, and packed with useful information jason thanks very much for joining us today johnny it's been an absolute pleasure thank you very much for having me on board so that's it for saturday strategy thank you so much for sticking with us and thanks jason for some great pointers and tips and information there if you've got any feedback, you can reach me on WhatsApp using 07977 And that's my personal number, so it'll definitely get through. So thanks again. Uh, until next time. And remember, if you enjoyed this and you want to hear more, hit that subscribe button wherever you get in your podcasts.